I'm Riker. I'm this James. is James. Hi. And this is part two. Bienvenue à Tate de. What? <laughs> You're speaking your French? <laughs> Buenos dias. <laughs> Episode uh... dos? No, that doesn't make sense. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what do we got? Well, on Sunday, we talked about Noah. So, that was pretty cool. Um, um, oh, you mean Jonah? Oh. Why did I say no? <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think I explained this last time when I was doing Moses, and I always, for whatever reason, referred to Moses as Noah. And now Riker's calling Jonah <laughs> Noah. That was a few weeks ago. Oh, man. All right, so on Sunday, we talked about Jonah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Jonah, not Noah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jonah was a guy who who really did not want to do what God wanted to come to do. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. was so focused on uh, people of Nineveh and their sin that he was just like, they don't deserve God's grace. Like, totally true. Like, I don't, like, it's not worth his time to go there. Nope. But yeah, so, yeah. so you're right. Like, um, Jonah didn't want to do what God asked him to do. Yeah. And we see like a little snippet at the beginning of God saying, okay, go and do this. And Jonah's mm-hmm. like, no, not gonna. And then he takes off. The whole middle of the story unfolds with the calamity that ensues from from wandering away from God or disobeying. Yeah. And the very end of it, we see uh, basically the whole process go full circle. And mm-hmm. even at the end of it all, Jonah is still upset. And he says something interesting at the, the beginning of chapter 5, which is the last chapter in Jonah. He says something interesting. He's like, uh, God, I knew you were going to do this anyway. Basically saying, God, I knew you were going to give them grace anyway. Yeah. Uh, so what's the point of me even being here? Essentially. Mm. And it's kind of interesting. And Jonah's story is so much like our story as Christians, where we're like, uh, God, you, we know that you don't need us anyway to do what you mm. want us to do. But the point is, and I talked about this on Sunday, is that God wants us to be a part of what he's doing because he's built us to be in relationship with him. Right. And no matter how bad we've screwed up or how far we've strayed, we constantly see that we're in this process of God reaching out to us and saying, hey, you know what, just come back to me and I'll bring restoration to you. And, and you know, sometimes in our Christian lives, we're like, "Mm, uh, you know what? No, I, I just, I, I want to be kind of stuck in my misery. I want to be stuck in, in the mess that I've created for myself because I know that and I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. I'm not necessarily comfortable with going back to you, God. And Jonah has been in this process. We go through this process and then we see the world around us is like, mm, you know, what? no, they're not deserving. They're not deserving of God's grace. Yet God wants to have grace on the world around us and he wants to have grace on us mm-hmm. and he invites us on a journey. Uh, and just like Jonah, we have opportunity to, uh, go along with what God's doing or we have an opportunity to run the other way. Yeah. And like, again, like what Jonah did, like we've, we're seeing a common theme here that when we put our butts behind us that uh, we don't only affect ourselves, but like it has an effect on many people. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's totally the case, right? Like um, we think that, yeah, I don't actually I just watch Lion King with my kids, right? <laughs> and uh, so if you've seen it, good for you. This is not a spoiler alert if you've seen the original. So there's Timon and Pumbaa, yeah. right? And, uh, and they're inviting Simba along on their journey with them. And they're just saying like, you know, life doesn't even really matter. It's no big deal. There's no circle of life. It's just like, you know, come some kind of linear line and then poof, you're gone at the end of the day. Yeah. And then he's like, he, he looks down, he's like, you do you, you do you. And everybody says that you do you, thing, yeah. right? And actually it drives me crazy. I, <laughs> secret confession of Pastor James, I hate that phrase, you do you, because <laughs> it, it shows total disregard 
for for the care and well-being of everybody else around you. Mm. And so you know you see this this story unfold with with Timon and Pumbaa and Simba as they're walking him through this portion of life where he neglects all of his responsibilities and he chooses to go along the journey that he wants to go on and he doesn't go back to what he's supposed to supposed to do because of how he thinks everybody might take his return or or look at him or whatever yeah. or how his history might define him. And and so he falls into this trap or this idea of well you do you. And and Jonah's like I'm going to do me. And that's so interesting that um, that there's this parallel of that. And then at the end of at the end of the Lion King, again not giving it away, at the end of the Lion King, uh, we see Timon and Pumbaa uh, arrive on the scene as Simba is going back to step into position of being king, what he's supposed mm-hmm. to be doing. And uh, Timon and Pumbaa, uh, they're looking at him, and he's looking at you know Simba's looking at them, and you know he says, well, what happened to this whole you do you thing? What happened yeah. to this whole like life's like just a straight linear line, and then poof, you're gone. And they're like, well, you know, maybe it's actually not like that. Yeah. And it's so interesting how our lives and and the responsibilities that we have. Or the calls that we have from God upon us, if we don't step up and we don't decide to move forward in what God's asked us to do, it doesn't just affect us. It's not like a you do you thing and that's it, whatever. It actually has a long lasting effect uh, and and a very broad effect on on not only the people around us, Mm -hmm. uh, not only the people in our communities, but perhaps whether you know it or not, maybe people in the world, depending on how your life is supposed to pan out and the effect you're supposed to have on other people. So it's just fascinating to see like this, this whole picture unfold of, of a man choosing not to follow the Lord, not to follow what God's asked him to do and an entire nation of people um, can can be positively or negatively affected by one person. Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It, it's yeah, <laughs> it is crazy. And so it's like it, when you sit back and you think about it at night, and and you know, like as you're kind of like tossing and turning and wondering if you can you know catch some Z's, and you really like ponder this stuff. You're like, man, does that mean that that God might actually have something for me to do? Mm. And, and if He's whispering to you, and and He's talking to you, and He's saying like, hey, I got some, I got something for you to do. It's your choice to follow me. What are we missing out on if we choose not <laughs> yeah. to follow what God has asked us to do? Yeah. Like, man. Yeah. It's a lot. It's crazy. Yeah. I think it all comes back down to what you said on Sunday, uh, love God and love others. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, it's true even with people that we don't, we feel like they don't need our love or they don't, they're not worth our time. Like we should love them. Yeah. Anyway. Or even deserving, right? Yeah. Like, like that we're not deserving of their love. Yeah. Um, you know, you go back a couple of Sundays when Pastor Rob was speaking and, uh, you know, he, he hit that home talking about the fact that, um, you know, we've all sinned and fallen short of God's glory. Mm-hmm. So none of us are exempt from the fact that we've grieved God's heart with, with some of our choices or even how we've lived the entirety of our lives. None of us are exempt from that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so important to remember that, um, that there is an incredible leveling of the playing field when it comes to our position in the world and then our position before God. We are in the same position as everybody else on this planet. We've all fallen sin, fallen uh, into sin and we've all fallen short of God's glory. Yeah. So the playing field gets leveled out. So there's no like me versus you or yeah. us versus them or any, that doesn't exist. <laughs> that doesn't exist. And Jesus talks about that, about there is no Jew, there is no Greek, there is no male, there is no female. Jesus is saying, here's the reality. Here's the reality that under me, you're all the same. And I'm asking you to surrender your hearts before me. I'm asking you to surrender your hearts. So we have no right to actually um, uh, be obstinate or, or hold up 
um, hold up a hand of rejection to certain types of people or people groups. We have no right to do that yeah. because because there is a leveling of the playing field before God. And it's important to remember that we need Jesus. Everybody else needs Jesus. So let's make sure that we are loving people and God takes care of the rest. Yeah. Y'all need Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all need Jesus. <laughs> there we go. Bing, 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 bing. Anyway, yeah. no more uh, down south stuff. Anyway, um, so... So yeah, it's interesting because Jonah looks at the people in Nineveh as lesser than or less mm-hmm. deserving yeah. um, and because he's the one that was carrying a message for them. So he's like, oh, God spoke to me. Therefore, I'm better than them. Yeah. They're not deserving of this. I am going to exact God's punishment on these people. I am going to um, declare their defeat before God without realizing that that's not what God wanted in the first place. God wanted Nineveh to come to him and surrender to him and say, you know what? We need you, God. And Jonah decided to take it upon himself to uh, ho- like to hold that over them or to lord that over them. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we're supposed to do as Christians. We're not supposed to lord salvation over people around us. We're actually supposed to love them and encourage them to come to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? No, I think that's it. That's about all I got. Yeah. I would encourage, like Jonah's such a short, short, short story. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it looks like in your guys' Bibles, but literally it's two pages in mine. So it's, <laughs> it's five chapters, really easy to get through. Yeah. Um, I would encourage you to grab it. Grab a Bible, look look into Jonah. It's like three quarters of the way through the Old Testament. Not hard to find, but a very small book. Crack that open and read it. Uh, encourage you to really mm-hmm. dig into it and see, okay, what's, what's in here? What's the content? What's the context? And I, I encourage you to dig in because there is something there that will speak to your life and it will encourage you. And if you uh, avail your hearts to the Lord, the Lord will be faithful in speaking to you in that still small voice. And he will encourage you through his word as you dig into it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, that's all we've got time for this episode of part two. Thank you. Take care. Yeah. Uh, remember to like and comment. Uh, if you like the video, add any comments to start discussion. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time on okay. part two. Take care. Bye-bye. Good stuff. Cool. Cool. My face is the color of Riker's hair. (laughs) 